welcome to the Monday Night War Stories, your favorite two-man power trip and the living legend. Go on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week it's WWF's go-home show to Backlash. So we get to mark out no-sell at the end of Raw. Oh, yeah. Uh, Forgot about that. WCW's doing stuff. It's weird. They're trying new it's things. It's weird. They are trying new things. Uh, so uh, let's get into it, shall we? But first, let me introduce you to your favorite two-man power trip and that living legend. First, you know this man is one thing and one thing only. He's a good brother. The Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Oh, ready and willing to talk. April 19th, 1999. Mm. Ooh, wrestling action. Oh, yep. That day just clicked. Mm-hmm. The next day wasn't great. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Didn't put that together until just now. Uh, Yeah. They mentioned, they mentioned that on uh, That Thunder. Mm. Uh, the No Cell Living Legend, Mike Booble. Um, what a week of wrestling. I'll just say that. <laughs> And I'm your host, <laughs> uh, just Joe Lussell for now until further notice. You have a, gr- a, tr- a, a, a tremendous a gimmick. A treasure trove. You have a tremendous gimmick. The yeah. Everyman Wrestling Fan. I'm your Everyman Wrestling Fan. You can reach out fan. to everybody out oh, there. Oh, come on, Joe. You can say it better than that. I can't say it like uh, Corey over there because chimmel. he has the chimmel. He's the Everyman Wrestling Fan, Joseph Lussell. Got it. See, that sounded better. There it is. Yeah. Check, checks out. That's why he's the voice of a generation. <laughs> he's the savior of the group. So you're gonna make him get up and take a walk from his <laughs> notebook. <laughs> no, sorry, we can't delay. We can't delay the Odyssey's writing. No, <laughs> sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me off air. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. All right, April nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine, oh. for Monday night's run. We're at, I guess, Florida. We're at the uh, University of Florida. We're at the University of Florida, but they never, there's no... Uh, they say the name of it during the show, but I can't remember. They say it 400 times. Oh, the know. arena, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, the arena. I don't it's know. A, it's on the camp. They say it's on the campus of the University Yeah, they're on the campus of the Let's University call it of No Consent Arena. Sorry, uh, Florida. The show starts off with the uh, backstage as the car shows up. It's very pro wrestling. Uh, Goldberg shows up with a briefcase, briefcase, and he says that he's next to the WCW title. So, does he just keep his trunks and boots in a briefcase? Or it's money in the bank. <laughs> he was the head of the game. <laughs> All right. I mean, whatever works for him. Yeah. I just I want to see him just travel with the Samsonite. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not a lot of gear. I mean, it's not elaborate. So, it makes sense. It's true. He doesn't have a lot. He's so. got black boots, black he, trunks, and a. Yeah. He's pulling the Mongo now. Just like I'm just gonna bring uh, bring the briefcase with me everywhere. I don't it's care. It's probably Mongo's briefcase. For being honest, uh, treasure trove. We go to commentary, and Tony is wearing a Florida pullover, That's and so weird. Bobby's wearing in like an orange button up with a blue T-shirt. So they're co- they're color coordinated. Yep. Shivani is a, a huge bulldog fan. It's super weird that he would just rock that. Scott I'm Steiner sure wasn't his choice. Jesus. Scott Steiner will be defending his US title tonight against Conan. Ooh, We're yeah. gonna be having a Kendo versus trash can match, and I'm gonna save the who who's in it till later on because at this time I couldn't hear. Oh, I couldn't hear the entire night. The I don't know what was off, but something was off. 
Also, Roddy Piper's here. Oh. Well, I'm out. And so, no sell. Am I doing that right? <laughs> well, let's start this uh, night off with a boomer. It's with a boomer? With a boomer. No problem. checks out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boomer. Uh, we're Scott and Steve Armstrong versus the horsemen of Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit with Arn Anderson. Hey, look, it's my favorite. That's uh, my least favorite ref in WWE history. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, can, can we not... Can we not give him a break tonight? His, his mother passed away this morning. No. A day after their 60th anniversary party they held for him. Jesus Christ. And then she passes away this morning. And I, and I hear that the uh, Bullet Bob's and also... Bullet Bob's not long. Bullet Bob's riddled with cancer, and he doesn't want to... He's not taking any chemo or nothing. He's just going to... He's yeah. out. Yeah. So... He's a tough old son of a bitch. But, uh, uh, so terrible ref, though. Damn, bro. Damn. Oh, you know. uh, there's a wide shot of the <laughs> arena, and guys, does it not look super small? Oh, yeah. Tonight? This is not like the main like basketball arena by any stretch. This is like the gym, that, the second B gym, you know? And I'll take you, your Scott Armstrong, and raise you Earl fucking Hebner as the worst goddamn official of all time. Mm-hmm. Because you it's can, all about him when he's reffing. And you can, to push. And you can find out uh, how that goes on That's My Pick. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Referee. The worst draft in the history of drafts. Uh, uh, crowd's behind Horseman. However, the crowd is also behind Goldberg as there's a large Goldberg chant. I would pick the NBA uh, betting ref over Earl Hebner. Tim Donahue. Yeah. Uh, this match is a Kendall, a Kendall Wyndham special since it's not on Thunder. It's uh. It was a good match. Yeah, but it's good workers. It's um, I don't know that you needed the Armstrongs to look strong against the Morseman. They could probably should have just beat the fuck out of them pretty quickly. I agree. Uh, also, during this match, they announced that, hey, guys, there was a fatal four-way or four-corners match tonight for the Cruiserweight title. We won't say who either, since they don't tell us the time. Uh, we have I'm sure, Ki- but they didn't know. Oh, probably. Uh, Kidman versus Raven. And our favorite... Buff Bagwell versus Disco Inferno. Fuck that. They they have to put both of them into one match. Let's get out of the way. (laughs) Still doesn't help. Uh, Steve Armstrong and Arn get into it on the outside. Uh, Malenko puts uh, Scott in the Texas Cloverleaf for the one, two, three. By the tap out. Uh, We go backstage with uh, Roddy Piper, and that lady that Flair signed the paperwork to on Thunder is handing it over to Piper. And Piper is surprised that he signed both, saying, wow, and uh, cuckoo's nest. Chicanery is afoot. Uh, we go back, we, we're still backstage, and here comes Macho as he's showing up at a good, decent time. Show just started, so he's fine. As Doug Dillinger saying that he's banned from the arena tonight, but Piper shows up and says, no, no, he can come in. Uh, Piper says that uh, Flair might not be president by the end of the night. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, let's go to the ring, uh, ring with Mean Gene with DDP. First, he, uh, he has to give his best to Hogan. Hogan had surgery last week or it tomorrow. I, I guess I don't, I, I don't need spoilers, Corey. But yeah, Corey. Um, is he like just being nice to Hogan? Or is there like a, a reason he keeps mentioning him in all these promos? Yeah, he's a heel rubbing in the fact that he injured Hogan. But he's not like rubbing it in, though. He's like, hey. Best of like, luck at surgery. No, Sincerely pr- apologize? He's, weird. He's being a prick. Oh, Sincerely apologize for you. I mean, he doesn't mean a fucking thing he's saying. 
Yeah, but it doesn't but come off like, like that. Play off as, he should play off oh, being more pricky then. I'm not saying he's nailing it. I'm just saying <laughs> okay. that's what he's doing. So I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? And every pro, like, we get it, bro. He's hurt. Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> uh, another loud Goldberg chant as DEP is trying to talk. A loud you suck chant towards Paige. <laughs> yeah. uh, Paige says once again he sees a lot in him in, in Goldberg. Um, DDP wants to put... Kimberly too? DD, probably. DDP, she didn't adopt an animal. He looked at her and said, you're next. <laughs> I think he adopted that bitch. Uh, or did she look at him and say, you're next? I can't understand. Probably both. Uh, DDP says that he wants to put the title up on the line tonight against Goldberg, but he can't. So Goldberg comes out. Then they get nose to nose, and he's like, all right, you got a match. So okay. in the past two weeks, for somebody to get their, their way... You just got to go nose-to-nose with somebody. Last week, Sting and Flair got into it, nose-to-nose, and like, all right, match is on. Why aren't people doing it currently? Well, that's how current. I get my raises at work. Oh, <laughs> you don't get a raise. I just go face-to-face. What? Or you get a raise. Intimidation. <laughs> uh, we cut backstage with uh, Piper and Dave Flutters. He's drinking his surge. As Piper is showing him his paper, the paperwork, saying that he needs help, that Flair needs help, and he'll be under a 72-hour observation. Uh, Flair's like, okay, fine, drinks it. We cut back to commentary, and there's Tony drinking his Surge. What are they promoting? Surge. Pepsi, turns out. Well, here comes Surge one of, is a hell of a promoter for it, WCW. Here comes one of mm. my favorite spots. Somebody had to drink it. Is that we go backstage with me and Gene, but he wants to verify with DDP that there's a match tonight. I thought it was okay at 18, and they brought it back a couple years ago. Ooh. It's not I, tr- good. I tried it. It's I, real bad. I yeah, tried it. It was good. good. My brother drank the shit out of that. Oh, stuff. I drank the shit out of it when it like, was that out. Josta. Yeah. I remember that, but yeah. I remember like what? What was nineteen year old me thinking? Because this is this is some piss water. Uh, yeah. Back back in my day, the Dairy Mart used to do like a two dollar thing, or no, it was like a, two, a dollar or two dollars. But you got like a thirty two ounce soda and a king size Snickers. Oh my god! For like a dollar, I remember that. Oh and I rocked the shit out of that. I'll be right back. I'm going up to Dairy Mart. And like, <laughs> Fountain Surge could yeah. not have been good. Oh, it wasn't. Bottle it was Surge not. wasn't good. Was come not. back with two liters of Surge and a king-size Snickers. Hell yeah. Um, I got my dinner. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'll be in my room. <laughs> Violently masturbating. <laughs> Violently. <laughs> because I'm amped up on Surge. <laughs> and I'm having some nuts with my <laughs> Snickers. The boy's jerking it hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's done. <laughs> So I'm backstage with me and Gene, DDP, you, you, you're confirming, right, that you you went nose-to-nose with DD Goldberg. You're going to take the match, right? Gene's becoming senile. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. Uh, Gene tries to bring Hollywood Hogan. Paige is like, I'm good. And then they uh, show what DDP did to him at uh, Spring Stampede, putting the figure four on around the post. And that's the segment. I just, they just, like, ignore the Bray Hart's been doing that move for 15 years. But they're trying so hard to make DDP a thing as a heel champ, but it's... Maybe they should put Macho in the ring with him, and that seemed to work the first time. Yeah, right. Ooh, yeah. This ain't working. <laughs> Let's see if this works, shall we? <clears throat> Second match of the night. A four-corners match for the Cruiserweight Championship, as it's Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Juventud Guerrero versus Blitzkrieg versus Psychosis. However, Blitzkrieg and Psychosis both come out to the Hollywood Blondes theme music. <laughs> I don't Why? I, I'm pretty sure that's not what Blitzkrieg came out to before, so uh, I don't know. It is. It's, it's actually what Blitzkrieg it's been, has, but not Psychosis. It's been Blitzkrieg's music since he showed up, but 
I'm not too sure why Psychosis came out. To <laughs> also, it. it was Genetti's. Yeah. And I think Mike Eno's Mike had Eno's it for a, minute, yeah. for a while. Uh, <sighs> they're trying to find that next Austin to have it, but uh, oh for three on that yeah. list. And then oh, they for three. And then they cut to a man in the uh, crowd. A dressed in black with a black mohawk. Alexander Wright. <laughs> um, drugs apparently real in Germany because Jesus wearing uh, like the vampire kind of rings with like the point at the end and had like a crit cane. This is something I definitely do not remember. He had such a cool gimmick planned, and it was going to be badass. Yeah, and he was going to be Alexander Wright, just a a different German character, a little more. Less techno dancey mm-hmm. and more like goth. He, he was gonna have the, the floor length of duster and all the German goth stuff, and then April twentieth happened. Oh, and they cut that. He didn't even get a chance to start the gimmick. Oh, yeah, uh, Columbine. Okay yeah. then. So he was all this. This was the debut tonight, and eventually oh. he was gonna start wrestling. And uh, well, no, we'll see. We'll see him down the line again, but that. Cool ass gimmick never got to see the light of day because of that. Damn, crazy. Yeah. Hmm. As uh, as when they show Alexander, right? Uh, Tony's like, I don't know who that is, but Bobby, did that not look like uh, Alex Wright? I don't know. For what it's worth, I thought it was a cool new look. It was it was a look, it memorable, yeah, for like, sure. Because I mean, I think by nineteen by early nineteen ninety nine. The old Alex Wright look was passe. Passe. That was totally mid nineties yeah. techno. Yeah. So like he needed an update, and hey man, at least it's it, it's current, it's with it, it's hip. Um, and then one day like we just didn't get a chance. To see <laughs> uh, Shivani was just happy Alex Wright showed up to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's why Sting didn't. There it is. <laughs> Alex here. I'm out. I'm off tonight, yeah. guys. <laughs> uh, fun, fast pace between all uh, four men. Crouchy. A little botchy. Crowd was super into it. I could not get into this match. Really? I I should have. It should be a match that I really dig, and I just didn't. Uh, a lot of high-flying stuff between all four men. Tony Ear was like, yow! It felt like... Because he was exhausted they in were this match. At, at the same time, moving in slow motion and moving way too fast. You want to know what's funny about that? Is while I enjoyed the match, I didn't love it either. Mm-hmm. And, spoiler, it's not my match of the night. Ooh, it's mine either. Ooh. Nope. Ooh. It wasn't even in consideration. Nope. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, there's a spot in the match where Hoovy throws Ray off the ropes, and then Hoovy's supposed to toss Ray up in the air. However, they just stood there and hugged, and <laughs> then Ray jumped, and Hoovy did nothing, so Ray jumped again, and then face busted him. Do you know what that tells me? Hoovy was doing Hoovy things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Psychosis hits a leg drop from the top rope on Blitzkrieg for the one, two, three. This was a Kendall Wyndham special. But hey, man. Three years in, and Psychosis finally wins the Cruiserweight title. First title? Yes. Like, okay. Like, how did that happen? Seems a bit weird. One of your more talented Cruiserweights, and just now getting a chance. Was he um, fairly large in Mexico? Yes. Yeah? Yep. I, know yep. I always hear about, like, Ray and Conan and stuff, but I never hear about Psychosis. Like, like as soon as Hoovy got popular, they kind of whitewashed history to say that Ray and Hoovy was the feud in Mexico. It was Ray and Psychosis. Yeah. They trained together. They came up together. They must have wrestled each other also, 200 Psychosis times. Is big, man. He's, he's a, a big, big lucha. Yeah, he's not quite La Parca, but he's big. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he just never utilized right by WCW at all. So it's kind of cool mm-hmm. to see him get his little moment in the sun here. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the ring. As Mean Gene's there trying to tell people to get the hell out of the ring. 
Uh, <laughs> it's almost nine o'clock, so Raw's about to start. So let's bring out Ric Flair with our name. It's the shank of the evening. Can't imagine why they aren't winning the ratings. They bring out Ric Flair. I loved it. They have a promo. I fucking loved it. Uh, Flair says that he's president, and he's gonna buy, he's gonna buy the entire campus around. I love everything about this president heel crazy Flair. I love everything about it. Uh, Flair says that he's the president. He can do whatever he wants. But Roddy Piper comes out. Piper says that Flair isn't fit to be president. Pre- <coughs> Piper wants him to step down. Piper tries to talk sense into Flair. Uh, brings up, like, you know, a president shouldn't be tossing their shoes in the crowd. Flair does it. Again. Uh, president shouldn't be getting himself undressed and handcuffing themselves to the ropes. And... Flair begins to undress himself again as Arn's in the corner, looking the whole time. Confused. This entire thing um, was made worth it to me by Arn's facials the entire. Oh yeah, promo. he's Ric Flair. He can do whatever he wants. He's he's ridiculously great. This entire thing played off everybody. Huh. Um, Piper uh, pulls out some paperwork, says that uh, Flair. As Flair's like, what are you talking about? I'm the president of the United States. Charles Robinson then runs down with a flare robe to put it on. Flair doesn't, Flair doesn't want it. Flair's pissed. He's like, no. Gene reads that Flair's incapable of rational thought and is in danger to his own well-being and the well-being of WCW. Therefore, Flair will be removed from the presidency. Flair flips out. He's like, you know what, Piper? You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. 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 Already fired. <laughs> Piper says that he signed the paperwork and Flair had, uh, he's like, you can't fire me. He said, well, since you signed the paperwork, you have a match tonight, buddy. And it's against Big Sexy, Kevin Nash. Fine, whatever. I don't care. You're fired. Get out of here. You're fired. <laughs> At which like, point, Arn has a heart attack in the corner. Yeah, this is when he passes out. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, you forgot the best part. Before that, Flair, in his, in his quest for power, decides that he's given the national championship to Florida. He's taken it from Tennessee and given it to Florida. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's what you know, the president of WWE can do. Because that's uh, how that works. I guess. Woo! <laughs> um, Flair once again tries to, you know, you know, you're fired. He's like, but no, 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 no. But you're no, going to fight me at Slambury. No, no, no. Yeah. You're going to have a match at Slambury against me. And then Piper's like, you know, you've lost your damn mind when you want to fight me. He's like, you know, you can run the whole damn place if you beat me, but you're already fired. I fired you, but you fight me. And you can run it, but you're fired. I was like, what the <laughs> what? Uh, so at Slambury, it's going to be Roddy Piper versus Ric Flair. Winner is the... President or, or in control of WCW. Uh, Piper leaves. Flair chases huh? him. Somebody has to be. I mean, Piper leaves. Flair chases him to the back, and then they get into it. I could deal without Piper, but I love Flair. Uh, we go backstage with NWO Black and White. Corey, this is still a thing. Here comes Conan walks up, and Stevie <laughs> Ray's like, "Hey, we got a message for you from uh, Nash." Conan's like, "I don't roll with him." So Black and White jump him. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so here's the deal. Is that the message? Is that them beating him up for not wanting the message? <laughs> I love me some WCW, yes. and I love me pro wrestling, and I've been watching it for 30-something years. Yep. And I watched this, a lot of this stuff. And I remember this episode. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember this episode because of the Florida boxers, and I do not remember the black and white still being pushed to something on I... TV this late. I don't. It's like, what the hell? This is still a thing yeah. somehow? Like, I, I'll say 99 Joe remembers Wolfpack Elite. And then 
I think I went fully straight to Raw, and then I went back one day, and then there was like nobody. I mean, I remember the the feud between Steve Ray and Vincent, and I remember the Battle Royal, but that's like the end. Like as soon as there was a definitive leader, I just remember it stopping. Apparently, <laughs> we'll I was less, wrong. It goes another. It goes in full another two years, Corey. God damn it! We uh, gotta beat up that Conan. I mean that Conan heat. Speaking of heat, let's go to our next match. A Trash can versus kendo stick match. Oh, this is another reason I vividly remember this Nitro. Hack with Chastity versus Brian Nobbs? Yep. What the hell is Nobbs doing back? Well, brother, brother. it helps to be really good (laughs) friends with the Hulkster, dude. They're in Florida. You know. Yeah. When was the last time we saw him? Uh, Very early 97. 97. They were there that late, huh? Um, They were off TV like... Late 96, but I think there were still a couple of things taped for like worldwide in January 97, and then they're gone. And Sags, of course, they had to retire because of the fucking jacked up neck injury. Mm-hmm. But Nobbs is back. Oh, good. He's nastier oh, than ever. Fuck yes. Chastity comes out with the new Jack as, she, <laughs> as she's the new Jack of the match, as she's bringing all the tools that out. So this, this is basically a hardcore match. Yeah. They just wanted to throw a little name to it, so it's Kendo versus Trash Can. However, they use tables, ladders, and crates. So I'm going to pick the Kendo in that fight. Just They're trying their hardest me. to have a hardcore division without calling it a hardcore division. Would you like to guess why? Uh, WWF trademarked it. Standards and practices of Turner really? Home Entertainment. What an idiot. Uh, decreed that they wanted nothing to do with the hardcore ECW attitude area of stuff. So they're, they, tr- they're, they're trying to get around. So it. they're trying to get around it because that's what's in with the wrestling fans. Right. But they can't call it hardcore yet. They're calling it literally everything else. This is a kidnap stick match. It's a garbage match. <sighs> uh, Hack Jesus. climbs to the top rope, but then Bam Bam runs down, hits Hack with the kendo stick. Hardcore can mean pornography, Mike. Uh, Nobs put picks up a trash can I mean, and does a running <laughs> trash can drop for the win. Yeah, said she's gone soon anyway. Who? Chastity. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Because she made porn before, and they found out about it. Oh. And they can't have anybody under contract that had done anything unseemly like that. So she, she's gone within weeks. Forget about the Hogan, though, thing, huh? Yeah. Uh, we're still doing Bam Bam and Hack. Like, fuck, man. Oh. <sighs> you should be happy for hey. Bam Bam and Hack. It's, it, wouldn't you rather do this or go through DOA LOD? DOA LOD. Oh, Jesus. No, this. this. I, I don't want to see the. I mean, to be fair, though, oh. I didn't experience DOA LOD, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's new for me. I, when I, when, before I was saying I talked to the, my partner at their shoot, and I bring up like 98, 99, and he's just, he, awesome. he watches here and there, and I'm like, dude. He tries to bring up like a 98 pay-per-view. I'm like, I bet you LOD versus DOA is happening. And he's uh, like, nope, that's next month. And I'm like, well, then they go on for the next four. Uh, not to be confused with Los Barricos versus DOA, which was the 97 pay-per-view feud that would never end. Oy vey. Too, so, much, too much DOA in the last two years. Too much. <laughs> too any, much. any is too much. That's a good point. And we had two years of like an OD of DOA. So we get a, then we go back. The bike's pissed on once. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, well deserved. Uh, let's do a classic Macho Man promo with him standing in front of those old lockers. I liked. I that was a cool. It was good. It was, it was cool. cool. Uh, he brings up that Gorgeous George has her match at Slambury. However, she has no wrestling experience, 
So Mantra says, I hired somebody to train her and make her make her win. And he brings out Medusa. Newest member of Team Savage. Mad USA is back. Yay? I mean, I mean, I really don't care, but you know, they're making some questionable hires here. Like they're yeah. they're they're trying to win the war, right? Still. So the same night you bring back uh, Brian, Brian Nobbs and Medusa. Brian Nobbs and Medusa. That that'll learn them. <laughs> they'll put seat. Not put butts in seats. Pretty brother. sure neither one of those was anywhere on McMahon's radar. But hey, you got to gobble them up, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, you don't want the other side to get them. Of course, Brian Nobbs though could be valuable when you're trying to build up that uh, garbage can and garbage pail match division. I like it. So I like called. I like how the fact that he comes back for one night so far, and he gets the win, and then. He's trying to cut a promo about how nastier he's more nastier than ever, but he's looking at the wrong camera. Well, and then he looks at the same one, the new though. He's looking at the one that's on the ground, and then I think the cameraman like this one's on. Then he has to look back at the camera like I'm nastier than ever. I'm like Nob is never known as a rocket scientist. <laughs> so uh, let's go backstage with the NWO black and white God, as they're talking with Kevin Nash and they. Uh, <sighs> They said they sent Conan a message, and he's like, what's the message? What message? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scott Steiner shows up, wants to talk about Kimberly, but Na- Nash doesn't care. Nash says that uh, that's not his problem. He's, he needs to focus on the title shot. Then Steiner goes, it could be your problem. Because that's supposed to be my title shot, and I want the goddamn title. Ooh. Um, uh, then Nash like looks at the black and white. He's like, if you guys have an issue, you, you don't, if you guys have an issue with me, you don't want one. And I'm like, what is going on? The Wolfpack. I mean, now Steiner and Nash are at odds. What's happening to your elite, brother? This thing is, it's imploded. It's done. It's. <laughs> oh, still got Stevie Ray in charge, though, so. That's a black and white. I'm a Wolfpack. You, uh, <laughs> sir, you jumped to the NWO black and white last week. Did I? Yeah. Stevie Ray is in charge. It's looking good. Things are going to be just fine. <laughs> as, you could saw, as you saw, Nash and Steiner lacking leadership at the black and white, Stevie Ray stepped up. Disco? Even he jumped ship. He's yeah, he's gone. Found. Yeah, yeah. That wolf ain't howling in that music no more. Even he was like, I'm jumping off. Still got David Flair? No, he's been hanging with Piper, drinking Surge, putting his dad in a mental hospital. They got... Uh, Sam's nowhere to be found. They got... Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. There's, exactly. <laughs> got nothing. I would rather talk about nothing than this as Buff Bagwell comes out yeah. and challenges Fuck. Scott Steiner to yeah. a... U.S. title shot at Slambury. As I hate, I one thing I hate about Bagwell's promos, besides him, is the fact that he's like Scott. You may be bigger than me, but you're not as buff as me. I'm Actually, like, yes, he is. He is buff. Literally, he's literally in better shape than you. And literally, co- and literally clean. He's a terrible promo. He is because no matter what it is, no matter what opponent, watch this over the next couple of years. Mm. I'm, I'm challenging you guys. Oh jeez, years. No matter what it is, <laughs> it's fuck. It's you may be bigger than me, or you may be badder than me. You may have a championship and I don't, but you're not buff, and you're not the stuff. It's that promo for every every time. Just, it's a variation of that. I shit. have half the half the mind that you do, half the man that you are. Woo! So good. <laughs> I'm buff, half the buff than you. Let's go to our next match. This is Buff Bagwell versus Disco Inferno. Oh, goody. So uh, did everybody check out? I did. I checked yep. out hard. Mentally, 
I don't remember one fucking thing about this man. Uh, I do know that uh, they showed Alex Wright again. <laughs> Alexander Wright. And Buff wins with the chart buster from not the top rope. He just does it from the ring. <sighs> just jumps. But this is the, this this one match I went, great. This fits all of us that we don't care for Buff <laughs> yeah. and we don't care for Disco and they're yeah. going to face off against each other. I tried to watch. I, I can tell you. That I watched, my eyes were pointed at the screen. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't tell you a fucking thing that happened in that match. Dido. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, Disco danced. Yep. Safe Buff bet. was posing. Yep. Safe bet. Talked to, the, talked to the camera a bunch. Yep. Bunch of botched moves. Yeah, For some reason, even though he's, he's buff, <laughs> and I, you know, he's in good shape, but Bagwell's gassed by the 92nd mark. Yep. Well, he's he's in what we call gym shape. Uh, doesn't work on the cardio. Oh, yeah, there you go. He just does arm day. And uh, Buff wins. And probably neck day. So Buff Buff goes backstage, and then here comes Scott Steiner, three girls. As he says, Buff's ego is a bit uh, uh, is so big it's blurry for his own vision of reality. <sighs> these girls, by the way, these these should have been fucking Godfather hoes. These, I mean, these <laughs> girls were skanky. Yes, they were. A man, as he puts it, a man that puts a G string on dan- uh, a dancer had There's to be no real kicked. man. Had to be kicked out of the NWO. And nobody else was telling me no. He got tired of Buff being his cheerleader. Um, Buff's mom wanted a girl and got him instead. Uh, same thing. The one thing I like, the one line I did like is coming up. Uh, real men are not Chippendale dancers. No, no not that. He was nothing before the NWO. That's true. Uh, he was an American male, he had sir. A, he, had a new, he has a new nickname. I liked this. For Buff Bagwell, and it should be Boy, Boy Bagwell. Bagwell. Uh, boy George, eighty star. I liked it. it. Made sense to me. But then he's like, "It's a, it's a hot name. It's a flaming name. And it fits hot, you perfectly." Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of um, innuendo. <laughs> in Hard, this promo. yes. A lot Hard. of gay innuendo. Um, yeah, it wouldn't fly in two thousand twenty. I don't. For me, it didn't fly there. Actually, I didn't actually think it was that clever or funny. And usually, like, I don't, I don't think he's trying to be. Clever. I don't mind like when Scott Steiner's either funny or even just being like really, really mean. This just kind of felt like well, like a half-assed pro- Steiner promo. What it was was like it's it's every joke that the boys have always said to Bagwell in the back done in a ring with the mic in front of the crowd now that he's a face and the hill's trying to get heat. Like they've been hearing this shit since 91. And it's like, uh if you're gonna, there's a fine line. If you're gonna have like uh, Buff Bagwell, sucks is a great gimmick <laughs> for a delusional heel. Yeah, it's a terrible gimmick for a top flight babyface, which is what they want him to be. They it reminds had, me of one The Miz. They had that shot when he got his neck broken. Exactly when when the neck was broken and he came back and got that pop in his hometown of Atlanta. He should have disowned the NWO then and became Marcus Bagwell. Or, I mean, you can keep the nickname Buff, but you have to change the, the gimmick a little to be a babyface. Like Marcus Buff Bagwell. Like, yes, to be something like, like the that. nickname, not like the main like, name. Keep the airbrushing. Lose the top hat or something. Like Lose the overtly heelish, asshole-ish. And, Stop being Jason and to from be, ECW. Yeah, and to be perfectly <laughs> honest, gay-baiting. Yeah. Uh, st- God damn, that's the perfect fucking... He's Jason from ECW. He is. Only getting a much bigger push. 
And paycheck. <laughs> and paycheck. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and I'm not looking forward to that match at all. Well, we're we going to recap from last. <laughs> You're going to look forward to this match at Slambury. As we get a recap from last week's Nitro with Gorgeous George slapping Charles Robinson. Stiff shot. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the match at Slambury. Yeah. Um, I've seen this show before, so I don't remember much of it. All right. Um, so, yeah. I guess I'm going in kind of like you guys. Blind. Blinded by the light. Awesome. Gorgeous is the right nickname for her. Awesome. Uh, we're going to recap from earlier with uh, Flair being told he should be president. So let's go to our next match. As it's Kidman versus Raven with Saturn. Uh, Kidman hits the shooting star press onto Raven, but Raven pulls the chair over. But before that, 40 seconds into the match, Joe, mm-hmm. what does Raven do? Raven, who's a, who's, who's a Rhodes Scholar? Who's a, he's intelligent. He's an intelligent. very good wrestler. What does he do? He's a is veteran. He? Is he? Does he? What does he do? He tries Powerbomb Kidman. tries Powerbomb Kidman. God, Raven. And you don't fucking do it. You should know better. If anybody in that locker room, you should know better. Well, he Unbe- didn't. Unbelievable. What if he tried to get him back on, on the crack before the match? Hey, just for all time's sake, take a hit. Take a hit, and then I can power on you. Then he was in there and was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it was all set up. Uh, horsemen come down, attack everybody. Mysterio comes out and makes the save. Saturn and uh, Ray try to help their partners up, but they're both in the same corner. And then they lead to them fighting. And then the horsemen come back and attack all of them. <sighs> yep. So I have a weird question. I didn't think this would Nine happen. inches. Whatever. I didn't think this would happen. But Deep. since the heel turn, yep. I'm not feeling Benoit Malenko at all. I'm not either. I was enjoying him okay as baby faces. I wasn't and super I'll high be, on I'll right? be on it. I'll I'm the other way. Really? You like it? I fucking love this team. Oh, the team is great. So it's just, I'm not feeling like since they've turned hill. It feels like they've been de-escalated or de-pushed or. It, 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 to me, it's that. I, it was always weird for me to cheer for Chris Benoit. So I'm fine with this. Oh, I have no <laughs> it, Yeah, I don't have uh, For me, once they went heel, I feel like they were. De-escalated. They put in the back seat because when they were first put as a team or when they're baby faces, it was all about them being part of the horsemen. Now it's Ric Flair being the president. Oh, and by the way, there's your other two members of the horsemen. I mean, it's, it's it should really have helped a horseman more. thing. Like. And, that's, and, more. and that's the thing, right? What right there you're saying? They it's not a horseman thing anymore. They should be getting an even bigger push because their buddy in the horseman is the president. But they're not in the same but, ring together anymore. Yeah, he, they may not even be on the roster as far as he's concerned right now. That's and fair. I think that's what hurt them. Is even that, Arn isn't with them anymore. He's with Fuller. so it's like, that's like weird. Arn came out. Uh, no, that's on th- Thunder, mm. but. Arn doesn't, yeah. Arn doesn't, yeah, yeah. Arn doesn't show up with them anymore, and it's when the guy gets some power, you should help the guys you're with, your so your team. But when Flair's in power lately, it's he's in power with Arn and Charles Robinson. So Robinson's more seems more like a horseman than the Chris Benoit. Plus, he's making deals with Kevin Nash and yeah. So it, I, don't know, I guess for me, like uh, I mean, Benoit and Malenko, I've never been like charisma fireballs. No, no. So no. Um, honestly, they're just getting to just kind of produce great matches in ring. So I'm kind of just in for it. Which are still capable. Yeah, that part's not a problem at all. Um, That's kind of why I'm here. I'm here for Malenko and Benoit in ring. Not really anything else. So. And I like the I like the three way feud. 
It yeah, makes the tag I mean, it's titles. three really good teams. Yeah, it makes the tag titles feel hot and important, mm-hmm. so I'm fine with that. So let's move on to our U.S. Uh, we get a recap from earlier tonight. Uh, uh, what happened between Flair and Piper? Mm-hmm. How about Flair firing Piper and making a match with him in Slamboree? Let's go to our U.S. title match. As it's Scott Steiner, since Conan's been taken out, he's taken on Scott Norton. And this is this bugged me. Not the match. This although it wasn't great. Um, but it bugs me that the, the announcers are like, why is Scott Norton coming out here? Yeah. It still bugs me that the announcers are clearly not being shown the vignettes that they're showing to the fucking world. Yeah. Shouldn't you want to show your announcers that so they have a fucking clue of what's going on? Announcers, yeah. They're like, why is Norton coming out? Oh, is he taking over for Conan? Or I don't but know. At least, at least some point be like, hey, by the way, uh, Conan was attacked, so Norton's replaying. And then, like, they can just work off of that. But not even that. Like, there's like, two professionals that could figure it out. Like, they just yeah. don't tell them. They just, Scott Norton walks out. Yeah, it's not like this is Josh Matthews. This is Shivani and he. Like, Jesus and they're like, Christ. What's going on? Why is he coming out? It's WCW, so, everybody. WCW. And then I mean, and then better granted, match? And then granted, <laughs> yeah. Granted, Shivani's a pro enough that, like, by the time Steiner was starting to come out, Shivani had pieced it together. Oh, since, since uh, Stevie Ray said something earlier about Conan, they probably took care of him. Yeah. And Norton took his place. He had to, like, guess it. And he got it right. But you can tell he's guessing. Like, God damn it. You yeah. know, like, during commercial, he's like, seriously, fuck wads? Can you tell me what the fuck is going on? Uh, large. Notary checked out. Jesus yeah, Christ. A large uh, steroids chant. I didn't think Norton looked that gassed. No, nah, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. That's all natural, baby. And by the way, I don't think it's lost on me that we're getting NWO on NWO violence. Right? I was going to say it. Jesus. Uh, Norton, just get along. Norton's gonna go for the power bomb as he has Scott in between his legs. Well, it's not Kidman, so it's fine. And he he's posing, but then all of a sudden the ref decides to like run. Yeah, right. Oh no! And he hits himself. In the, <laughs> what the hell was that? He walks into Norton's arms <laughs> like he's blatant. Like Norton has his arms out like if Raven's posing. Hey, like the Razor Ramon, like yeah. I'm gonna over outside or edge you, and then the ref's like, I'm gonna walk around everybody. <laughs> then, wow, oh, no. weirdest thing. And then Scott Steiner hits Scott Norm two low blows, and then hits a belly belly suplex and uses the ropes to win. Huh. Yep, <laughs> the ref, bumps. but not before he told the ref, count him. And then so the ref starts counting. He's not even fully pinning him yet, and then he gets his yeah. foot. I'm like. This match was so half-assed. Yeah. By the ref, by Steiner, Norton was trying. But it looks like Norton was like, what the fuck's Norton going on? Norton was like, I came back from Japan for this horse shit. Right? Fuck like, this. God damn it. I'm I think, back to I Japan. think my, favorite, my favorite part of this whole match, besides the ref bump, <laughs> is Scott taking the belt over to the announce table, and like, he shakes Bobby's hands, like, hey, how's it going? And then he's like, looks at Shibani, he's like, listen here, bitch, if this title's gone, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. And he looks at like Heenan, and he's like, you're looking good, Bobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Old hand cubes. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. She was like, oh, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Let's go to our next match as it's Ric Flair versus Kevin Nash. Uh, Nash says before the match that he'll get revenge for this Hogan. like he's going to be a pay-per-view match, not just I, right? random Nitro like, co-main. This is, on paper. this is on TV. Like, what are we doing, guys? It's WCW. Uh, Ho- uh, Nash says he's going to break DDP's back. Uh, we get. We get, okay. a, we get a Kendall Wyndham special with this match. I didn't mind that, though. That's fine. Ar- Arn Anderson uh, gets into the ring and helps beat up Nash as I, all three are looking. As I, I enjoyed it that it started where Flair was, uh, again, a little too giving, putting over the strength and size of mm-hmm. Nash. And 
literally trying to shoulder block and taking the bump himself and yep. all that. But it helped in this case because it's like Nash is like damn near seven foot, 350. He's a lot bigger than Flair. Flair's not f- mentally there. Right. It should be like this. It, it, they told the perfect story yep. for the match. Um, aren't having to help and all that. And then Robinson's allowing it. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, at some point, he's just like turning his head, covering I, his eyes. And I'm, lo- I'm loving the Charles Robinson, yeah. like, That's great. heel turn of him, like, oh, I'm not looking. It's just like blatantly just not oh, looking. It is right, it's right hilarious. Th- yeah. I, love it. I love it when uh, Flair's about to low blow Kanash. He's like, go check the time. Yeah. And there's like, what time, time is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it this match for Flair? He comes up the ropes and kicks him in the balls. Is it this match? That was a stiff kick. <laughs> yeah. He uh he was trying to kick a 50-yard field goal between Nash's legs. And he's, damn, dude. And he's t- he's uh, calling Nash Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Tennessee? I'm going to take you Because, like, Flair is – the early thing was that the Flair is a huge Florida Gator fan. And Kevin Nash did go to the University of Tennessee. Basketball scholarship. So I guess it works out. They're it's playing off thing. that. Playing off it's a weird video. Yeah. Seen him play. Man, well. Mm. He was number two in the state. Michigan that year, behind Irvin Magic Johnson. As Nash will tell you, there was quite the, the distance between number one and number two. <laughs> but he was, he was technically number the number two basketball player in the state of, of uh, Michigan. Uh, Michigan that year. There is that. <laughs> Got that going for him. There was enough to give him a scholarship to Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nash, Jack Knife, Power Bombs, Ric Flair, and Charles, like, no, nope, I'm out, and walks away. Yeah. He's just like, he refuses. He refuses. And then Gorgeous George runs down and attempts to close lines. I him. thought the cameraman hit him. I was like, the hell? Yeah. <laughs> then she takes his uh, Charles shirts off and then puts it on, and then she makes the count. My favorite part of all that is Macho from the stage. Is that clapping? But also, it's, it's Flair giving too much again. He takes the Power Bomb, and then there's like, Four minutes between that and the three count. And Nash just puts a foot on his chest. Yep. And he's just like, one, two, three. Come on, dude. And you like, pin macho. Yeah, like, I was like macho watching from afar. He's like, goo, go, goo. You know yeah. what? You're Ric Flair. You couldn't kick out of a power bomb that was done four minutes earlier. All I can think of was the, the macho thing, right? It was just yeah. like that. Um, just all the stories about Liz. Yeah. So I'm like. Did did you have to be out here with you right now? Like, did you have to be standing? You didn't. Probably. Yeah, probably. You I mean, wanted he, to, but you yeah. didn't have to be there. I, I, I think he was there because of his, for him, but also the fact. his property was in the ring? That and also they're going to continue the story. You can, say, you can say that it's the storyline of him and Flair, you know, Flair not hiring him. And that shows Flair that he's in the building. Um... Then here comes uh, th- three guys, uh, three Mo, guys, Larry and Curly, three guys in white coats and a stretcher, that they just grab Flair by the neck and they yeah. drag him onto this. Arn's great this Arn's entire time. Arn. Be oh. careful! Be Where's careful. the oxygen? Where's it's, the coming. it's coming. Where's the neck brace? Where's going on here? What's going on? As Piper then joins in and starts making fun of Flair. Oh, you fired me, huh? Uh, they're taking him to a white van and Arn, you know, where's the oxygen take? Where's the life where's support? The medical equipment? Where's the medical? It's coming. We're doctors. I'm a doctor. And then they just shove him in. They shove him in like, Piper, get in the van. <laughs> and then, he, then they shut the door and and then it reads on the door, uh, Central Florida Mental Hospital <laughs> and Arn loses it as Flair's yeah. trying to get knock window Piper's out. like, basket weaving. Yeah. They've got basket weaving. 
I was like, fucking hey, man. Uh, so weird. Then we go back to commentary and Dusty joins yeah, commentary. Dusty's here. Because, okay. Uh, then they just show a recap of what just happened a second ago with Ric Flair. And then, but then I, Tony, you know, we there was probably some casual GTX commercials in there. So Tony, Tony kind of jabs. He he kind of jabs Dusty, but he shoots with him. Yeah, because they uh, he's like, we got to say Dream, and Dream does this verbose introduction for the main event. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it sounds like you're pitching for a job, huh? What? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I like that little, little one stiff jab yeah, there. Right? Like, oh, hey, what's going? So let's go our our main event. For the w- of course, the champ has to come out first. <laughs> for the WCW like you do. Heavyweight Championship, DDP comes out first to, versus Goldberg. I don't like to. I don't like the gimmick he has of wearing the belt backwards until he's gonna. Throw I hate it. I then hate he turns it so around. much. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Uh, what is this? What is before it? the match, it's like it's like he forgets. Oh yeah, the belt's here. Like oh. Before the match, both men shove the ref down at once, <laughs> fist bump, and then start fighting. Yeah. Like what is happening here? I. Yeah. Uh, and during the match, Goldberg wants to spear Paige, but he's just resting in the corner. That was actually a good spot. I, I, like, I like that, that spot. spot. It was a good spot until DDP yells at him, do it! And then Goldberg runs across and misses. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Goldberg, at first I was like, genius, just lean in the corner. He's so good. He not fucking do anything. Do it. He does it, but then Goldberg, yeah, he moves. Just make Goldberg like a fucking moron. Right, Goldberg hits the post, then stumbles into the diamond cutter, but Goldberg kicks out. First time somebody kicked out of the diamond cutter in a long time. Well, I mean, if it's going to be anybody, Goldberg makes the most sense. It does. Uh, Paige uh, pulls a foreign object out of his trunks. Goldberg goes for the spear, but Paige pulls the ref in front of him. Goldberg hits the jackhammer. However, ref's down. Uh, Goldberg goes over and wakes up the ref, but Paige hits him with the foreign object. Uh, Paige then pulls over the uh, still steps and puts Goldberg's leg- legs on it, hits it with the chair multiple times. Uh, did you catch? Oh, I- I'm getting to it. Okay. Goldberg, uh, so they're near a post, mm-hmm. and then Paige puts his puts the chair up really high, but then it gets caught on the no, post. He waits. He waits. No, no, hang on, hang on. He puts he puts it on the post and he gets stuck and he waits and then he has to do it because the ref that accidentally ran into uh, Scott Norton's arms finally comes it's out and late. gets on the apron and then Paige has to do it again and then here comes the ref grabbing the chair. I give Paige credit for the first one he tried to make it look like the post mm-hmm. it was caught on the post um, clearly wasn't but yeah. at least he was trying because that ref was way fucking late on that spot. Yeah. You know he got yelled at later by DDP. Like boss man late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then ref takes the chair. Then Paige is going to put Goldberg in the figure four around the post. But then Kevin Nash comes out, makes the save, mm-hmm. but then hugs Goldberg. Fist bumps. I, I'm i confused. I thought he made out with him. He was just about. He's yeah. like, oh, baby, come here. Oh. Little, ha- little was, handy in the corner. No big deal. I was confused. I'm like, wait a minute. They started the night still mortal enemies. Nothing changed. It's just that DDP was going to put him in it. Fine. Let him do Let him do what he did to Hogan. It's Goldberg, and you need him out of the way. So Goldberg, uh, so Nash is just looking at Goldberg, and then Paige comes out of nowhere and hits Nash with the belt multiple times. I don't know. And we ran out of time. I, I don't even know what to say about the end of this. It was so confusing. It didn't make sense. Dusty on commentary. Kevin Nash, full-blown babyface at this point. Yeah, like, Dusty added nothing. I... 
There was no you reason couldn't even to hear him. Here. You couldn't yeah. even hear him. Yeah, he was mic'd down. If you will. If that was on purpose. Yeah. A lot of sabotage going on in the company at this time in every position. That's yeah, what a weird way to nitro, man. So what a way to end nitro to go back in time to one day and let's talk about heat, baby. Oh. April 18th, let's do a recap of last Raw with uh, Shane slapping Vince. Uh, and they had people's thoughts of Shane slapping Vince. They had fans and wrestlers. And then we're going to promo Anything from... good? No. No? No. Like D-Lo, I would never do... Uh, why would why would you do that to your father? X-Pac did it. Like all the baby faces. Uh, promo Shane. Insiders have been saying all week that Shane's going to apologize to Vince. And Shane's like, yeah, I'm going to. I wish I would have done it earlier type uh, apology. Uh, and at Backlash, he's going to do the three count, and, call, and Austin's going to lose that title. Uh, commentary brings up that we have our uh, main event tonight. It's going to be for the Tag Team Championships, as Rock, as it's X-Pac and Kane always defending their titles, versus The Rock and Triple H. We get Test and Boss Man versus Ken Shamrock in a handicap match. Sable's here. Uh, JR is going to be interviewing The Rock. So our first match tonight, Big Boss Man versus Test and Ken Shamrock. Shamrock makes Test tap out as Boss Man is walking away. So there's dissension still. Uh, promo with X-Pac with WWF's online Lucas as wondering where Kane is, but X-Pac's like, he'll show up. He, he shows up when I need him the most. We go backstage with the corporation with Bossman and Tess arguing. Shane giving Bossman a match on Raw with Shamrock in a no-holds-bar match. Shane telling Tess to get it together since he's becoming the weak, weak uh, part of the corporation. We get a Tiger Ali Singh promo as he uh, tells people that he isn't your typical stereotype uh, person since he people assume. Um... He says he'll give a woman $500 to come into the ring and massage his foot. So PMS come down, and they do it. And then he's like, you know what? Since you both did it, I'll give you $250 each. And then they said, F that. And they said, let's do it again. And then a man jumps the guardrail and attacks Tiger Ali Singh. And he walks out with PMS. So, uh. Yeah. Two debuts on Heat for the past two weeks. Uh, we're going to recap from uh, Monday night uh, with uh, what happened between the uh, Rock and Stone Cold. Stone Cold getting thrown off the bridge, legitimately. Then we get a Rock promo, which I really like. It was really good. My um, strong... <laughs> this is one thing I would say to watch on Heat, is just this Rock promo. Uh, our second match of the night. It's the Brood versus Midian and Viscera. It's a handicap match as it's three members of the Brood versus the two members of the corporation. Uh, tonight is Stoke Stockings series finale. Oh, goody. <laughs> uh, uh, Acolytes come out and attack the Brood. We get a Triple H China promo. We get a Sable promo. She announces her bodyguard as Nicole Bass. The main event, our third match of the night, Xbox versus Triple H and... The Rock, as Kane shows up during, uh, about two minutes into the match, and then Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett come out and attack Kane. Then the Outlaws come out and make the save. And then Kane, X-Pac argues with Kane about how he needs to... Uh, 
That's a running by something. Uh, Xbox argues with Kane after the match and telling Kane he needs to trust him. So, that was my he- my heat. Alrighty. Yeah. Let's go Monday Night Raw, shall yeah. we? <laughs> we're back. I'm back. So for a second, when you were doing that recap, I for in my head you were doing Raw. I was like, I watched a way different Raw. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I fucked up. Uh, X Pac and Kane pose at the end, so it sounds like Kane's gonna trust. Kane him. must pose. Kane must pose, dude. It, yeah, no joke. Your Heat uh, Jesus recaps, Christ. and you do it as fast as you can. But there's so much shit happening on Heat. It feels I, like I, Raw. I watched it with Zen. She's <laughs> okay. like, you have to watch this. I'm like, yeah. Like seriously, I tr- I'm trying to get through it as fast as I can. But it's legitimately like at half an hour. So I'm like, God damn it. We're still uh, petitioning the network. Fuck off, more on bro. There. I'm not. I'm I done. I am speaking personally to the guy who's in charge of the network at this point. I don't know. I think it's just some dude that. Hey, Steve. God damn it. Do your job. Some dude they found at McDonald's last week. Yep. He's in charge right now. Uh, let's start this raw off with a recap of the history of Rock and Austin. Oh, yes. Austin winning the title at Mania. Uh, Vince telling Shane to give Austin the broken skull belt. Never does. Uh, Rock throwing Austin off a bridge, which I'm still shocked and all that it was legitimately him, not a Sun Devil. Yep. Terrible uh, decision. I we, mean, <laughs> far be it from this company to make terrible decisions that would jeopardize the health of the wrestlers that they put on TV. Well, I yes. normally understand, but it's Austin. <laughs> 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 like, fully doesn't count. <laughs> if you will. Uh, let's talk about the stage. There's a giant dirt pile. Yeah, yeah. A large man. Well, there's no stage. I immediately remember what Raw this was, and I have to be honest, I mentally checked out. Um, there's a casket with Austin's picture. As The Rock comes out driving a hearse, uh, Rock says that he's going to bury Stone Cold's monkey ass tonight. The Rock's going to have a funeral for Austin. Do you think if I went to work with a suit on but no shirt underneath the jacket, that'd be cool? I would. I <laughs> definitely would. That's a look. <laughs> I don't think you could rock it much like Dwayne does, but... If I, if I had the but if body... I get pec surgery first? Yes. Okay. Uh, I love the fact that he's going <laughs> to have a funeral for Austin. He's going to bury his ass, but on Sunday he's going to whoop his ass. And I was like... Once again... Fight me, but you're already fired. <laughs> once again, yeah. Once again, you know... <laughs> Want to break the monotony? Okay, <laughs> he's got a soundboard. It's like it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's an AM radio show. The fart sounds start next week. Uh, it's like it's like the uh, it's like last week's episode with the Rock. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you where I'm at, but I'm at the bridge that you tossed my belt over. You, know, you just like, told him where you were at. Like, of course, it still took that drunk ass have, two hours to get there. This uh, camera with a bright ass light on the bridge. There's no one <laughs> yeah. else on the bridge. It's just me. Pretty fight. That you can't find me. I like the fact, though, it's like, and then they cut to a camera on the back lot, and it's like, we're waiting for Austin to show up. It's like, really? Uh, they com- probably made some asshole sit there with a the camera the whole fucking night. Yeah. Uh, commentary, we have an interview with uh, Rick, with, not Rick Fleck, with Vince McMahon. <laughs> I Weird wish. swerve. With yeah. McMahon and Stephanie at the WWF headquarters. Oh, how awesome would it have been if... Crazy neurotic Ric Flair was the higher power. That would have been amazing. It was me all along. Woo! Uh, we get Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock in a no holds barred match, dude. And uh, Triple H versus Mankind. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that match before. <laughs> nope. We finally get a backlash promo since it's this Sunday. Oh, good. I remember the pay per view. Our first match of the night is Road Dog versus Owen Hart with Deborah. But before the match, Road Dog wants to make a rager. If Road Dog loses, Owen and Jarrett are the number one contender, and their match at Backlash won't need to happen. Mm-hmm. But if Road Dog wins, Deborah has to show those puppies. 
And all of a sudden, Jerry Lawler, a huge Road Dog fan. Huge Road Dog fan. Uh, Road Dog does run with the pump handle slam. Deborah's about to take off her top, but Jarrett makes the run in and makes the save. Makes the crowd and Deborah, not Deborah, Jerry Lawler, really mad. We go backstage with Undertaker and Acolyte, with the Acolytes as he's telling them that they need, they need to take care of the brood. They don't have time to mess around with them. Take care of the brood. Uh, we see The Rock backstage working on his eulogy for tonight's funeral, which I have down. Of course you do. So I, I feel like we should say um, Our second match tonight, it's The Brood of Edge and Gangrel versus The Acolytes. Well, it doesn't last long as Ken Shamrock runs down and attacks Bradshaw with a baseball bat. Uh, we go backstage with The Undertaker as he's mad at The Acolytes for not taking care of The Brood. I don't think it's their fault that a crazy man with a baseball bat comes out. Hey, he knows all that hey, shit. Hey, okay. But they are dealing with a guy who believes he's Satan. So. There is that. That's true. <laughs> also, coming soon, WWF SmackDown. Yep. Bum, bum, bum. Sooner than we think. Uh, then we come back and then we get footage from during the break. And uh, it's the ministry attacking the Acolytes. Our next match is The Godfather versus Hardcore Holly for an Intercontinental oh, no. Championship. Yeah, that's an Intercontinental match I'd love to see. As Holly thinks it's hardcore, but the ref has to stop him. I'm <laughs> sorry, but Godfather being an Intercontinental Champion to me Ugh. is the equivalent of putting the uh, U.S. title on Disco Inferno. Yep. It is. He is not here for titles. He is here for a gimmick. Yep. We get a ref bump in this match, and uh, Holly attacks uh, Godfather with a pan. The ref is down for almost the whole match. Goldust then runs down and pulls Godfather out of the ring and attacks Godfather. Al Snow, who's on commentary, runs in and uh, attacks Holly with head. And then all of a sudden, the Godfather's on top of Holly for the one, two, three. Anybody else tired of the Holly Al Snow feud yet? Yes. <laughs> Just wondering. Just getting very Bam Bam Hack vibes. Not it's not setting anybody on fire. No, it's not. Uh, Godfather uh, and Goldust go at it for like a minute, and then they stop. And then Holly chases Al Snow through the crowd. We go backstage with the Undertaker as he's on the on a cell phone. A very nineties like so weird. Holy hell! He's, like honestly, it's just, I don't know. It, it it doesn't fit the character when he's just on a phone. It doesn't weird. fit the character, and it doesn't fit the image of Undertaker and Midian having a phone call. He, he's like. Is everything in place? Good. Now, call, call Don Domino's for me. Also, don't, we need milk. Don't fail me. He's on the phone with Midian and makes sure Midian is everything fly. ready. Midian, you better not, better not fail, fail me. me. Yeah. We go backstage with Rock as uh, as soon as the cameras are off. Midian, I love you. I love you. <laughs> Uh, we go backstage to Rock as he has some lady polishing his shoes, and then Call he this does not age well. Just tells her to like shut her mouth. Skank calls skank. her skank. I'm like damn. Some of this early Rock does not age well. I was gonna say a lot of this early Rock stuff does not age well. Um, Although most of Raw does not age well. That's a good point too. But like, so, whew. speaking mm. of aging well, Ken Shamrock versus <laughs> Big Boss Man. And so you think she- it's <laughs> I know. And Shamrock wins with the belly to belly. <laughs> he's getting pushed. Then Undertaker gets on the tie in Toronto and he's like, I know where your sister's at. She's in the room two eight one. And then Shamrock 
Fucking hasn't she it. just like been around every week? Like, yeah. he know where not, his fucking not sister this is? week. Not this week. Like, it's he keeps finding her and then like losing her again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the one week that he's like, you know what, you whore, don't come. To, I mean, stay, yeah. at, uh, <laughs> stay, stay away. I thought it was a little on the nose that she was hiding out in a hotel because I mean that's probably the first place you're gonna go looking for Ryan Shamrock. If you don't know where she is, she's probably on her back in some room in a hotel somewhere. <laughs> oh, I mean, she's classy. She's on top. We get a recap. We're Reverse on cowboy. <laughs> we're on top of these uh, recaps as we get moments there ago <laughs> with, Gold, with Undertaker telling uh, Shamrock where his sister's at. Then the posse joins commentary. <laughs> the posse, <laughs> Mean Street posse joins commentary. I, uh, as much as I love the, I don't need them on commentary. I don't need that's, them on that's commentary. That's not where I need my posse. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we get a recap of them getting their asses handed to in the in the uh, Lawler wanted to be a room. member of the Mean Street Posse so bad. Uh, as he keeps asking them, uh, like, you know, what happened? What you know? What what happened? You guys had the jump on him. He's like, they're like, oh no, we got him. You're just showing that he attacked us. Uh, we get a Kendall Wyndham special here on Raw. Between the two. Which for, for Raw, that's like four minutes. Yeah, yeah sure. uh, China gets involved and pulls Mankind uh, into the post. The posse then leaves in a uh, commentary and attacks Mankind. Bossman and Tess then come out and attack Mankind. Triple H is going to attempt to pedigree Mankind on the chair, but then the Big Show comes out and makes the save. Triple H then throws Tess into the Big Show for a giant chokeslam. And then Mankind gets the mic and goes, hey, thanks for the help, but this Sunday I'm still beating you in the boiler match. What is going on? I feel like we this, might need to bring back the woos with all the run-ins. This match, <laughs> yeah, right? This match makes no sense. Thank I, you. The whole thing. Why are these two having a boiler room brawl, which is to settle a, a very nasty feud, when they're both baby faces, they haven't even talked to each other in three weeks, let alone hit each other. Why is this match? each other. Why is this match happening? I don't know. Swerve, bro. Swerve. Uh, we go backstage with The Rock, and he's at his car talking on the phone. I think that's Fink's car. Still waiting for Goldberg. Goldberg, Stone Cold. Under 200 miles, jabroni. <laughs> uh, we get another promo for that SmackDown show. Our next match, Billy Gunn versus Jeff Jarrett. And once again, those stipulations are up again. If Billy wins, Deborah has to show some TNA. Uh, during the match, Owen Hart comes down the aisle. He attacks Billy from behind. How about if anybody wins, she doesn't? Is that a good stipulation? I've been looking at those that Mongo Twitter thing, and like I see her on it. I'm like, how you went from that to this in like, like six months? I don't want to see her droopy dogs. Nah, I'm like, good, bro. I'm good, bro. Uh, he had, Owen attacks Billy before Road Dog comes down, chases him around the ring, but Earl then stops Road Dog and allowing uh everybody else to beat up uh, Billy. And then Deborah gets on the apron to unbutton her shirt. Then Billy moons her. Uh, Jerry and Owen then att- are attacking Road Dog uh, after the bell rings. And after that, they uh, she's going to take her... Uh, she takes her top off, but she's going to take her bra off, but Jared stops What's her. the point of the... Ma- oh, my God. Uh, we go backstage with a stagehand. Uh, That's me literally every week when I watch Raw. That's what you said over and over again. Uh, stagehand asking The Rock if he wants an interview with WWE.com and he's like no <laughs> and then slot shames her some more yeah uh, our next match Big Show versus Viscera <laughs> the one time you can say that Big Show is 
<laughs> makes Viscera look tiny. Oh my god. I'll tell you one thing though that I don't remember is right after the hill turn, or right after the face turn, how fucking over Big Show is. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking over with the crowd. Yeah. Uh, Show's going to go for a choke slam, but then Undertaker comes out and they get face-to-face. Uh, Viscera and Undertaker then attack Big Show, but Mankind comes out and makes a save as they both attack Show and Mankind attack Viscera. Because Undertaker just leaves. As Undertaker... Yeah, like, as... As... Foley's making the dive under. <laughs> Taker's going over the top rope. But I'm out. <laughs> yep. Couldn't care less. Uh, we get last a recap from last week with Shane slapping Vince. And then we go to the WF headquarters with Michael Cole, and he's going to interview Vince and stuff. Vince is proud of Shane. Uh, yeah, he's like, I, I know I missed a lot of things in Shane's life. But I, I dare say that Shane missed me more. Really? Nope, you'd be wrong about that. Really? Fucking she, egotistical shit, right? Stephanie says that she doesn't trust anybody besides her dad. And then she's about to talk, and then security comes over. Vince, he's here. And then Vince gets up. Where's the son of a bitch at? And it's like, then he starts booking Fucking loses it. I'll be honest. I've seen this, but in like the meme form. I have never I've, seen I've, this. I've, ne- like, I've only seen this part in the meme form. I did not know where this came from Vince bought in because when he gets outside he's shooting oh, oh dude he is <laughs> he comes out bringing the thunder the son of a bitch and then he runs into Midian and beats the crap out of Midian dude but then Midian and then he goes you know what I'm gonna run his ass over <laughs> do you think he bothered to tell him he was gonna shoot with the shots nope, nope. he did not <laughs> so then he backs the truck into the wall Mrs. Midian. You would hope. Then Midian. Jesus. <laughs> I, 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 I think I heard Make this. Make it look good. I think I heard this. Midian then grabs Vince McMahon and then throws him down the little hill. And I honestly think I heard Midian yell, I'm sorry, as he drives away. <laughs> yeah. I thought I heard something like that. Uh, like, I think I heard Midian yell, I'm sorry, because then he tosses him. And I think he tossed him really hard. But Vince gets up like, get back here, you son of a oh bitch. Oh, my God. Vince was amazing here. I love this scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, I have never seen this. Where's the son this. of a bitch? Oh, this was easily I the didn't best. know this happened. To me, this was easily the best part of Raw. Oh, easily. Uh, but I honestly think, I think Midian yelled, like, I'm sorry, as he drove away or something. Vince worked Be- himself into a shoot, brother. Where's that son of a bitch? <laughs> yeah. So let's go back to the arena after that moment. As Val Venus is out to be in a match. But <sighs> Sable, but excuse me, but Sable comes out and goes, "Yeah, guys, I'm be being Playboy in two weeks since I have the number one, like number one most bought Playboy in history," which she did st- at the time. At the time, I would say still possible, but yeah, I'm not sure if it was beat. But I, you know, I, I do, I do recall that being after like the, the number. Of, after the age of twenty, my my Playboy knowledge like died because I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, that's a good articles. They always had good articles, and yes, I actually did read the articles. Oh, I did too. They were actually yeah. really good. They had really good writers. But uh, um, the fascination was well off by twenty. I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, Sable announces she's being Playboy for the second time. Uh, Ivory then comes out and attacks Sable as Jared's like, "What the hell's going on?" I what don't is know what's the purple happening. thing Ivory keeps fucking carrying? A scarf. A scarf. Why is she just carrying a scarf? It's her thing. All the fucking time. It's her damn thing. What the fuck? Uh, Dealer Brown's giving chase, and then Dealer Brown gets into it with Val, and then Nicole Bass comes out and choke slams Ivory. We get a, rock, a promo for Backlash Rock Austin. 
Then we get to Rock's eulogy to finish the show. Dearly Trailer Park Trash, we are gathered here tonight to celebrate the loss of the biggest foul mouth, beer swigging, finger gesturing piece of monkey crap that has ever graced God's greens earth. Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock bows his head in reverence as life's internal question will be finally be answered. Will your Rudy Pooh candy ass fit in that damn casket? Unfortunately, Austin, it appears that vision will have to wait until backlash to become a reality. And since The Rock knew your candy ass wasn't going to be join him tonight, The Rock brought something else to bury. Rock opens his jacket and he has the smoking skull belt and Jared's losing it at this okay. moment. Ye, ye, ye see Stone Cold Steve Austin throwing off this off the bridge just wasn't good enough. Uh-uh. The Rock is going to bury this piece of trash you call belt six feet under and let it rot just like your damn career. Austin, you better smell what The Rock is cooking because that backlash. The Brahma Bowl is going to come out you come out snorting at backlash. The Brahma Bowl is going to come out spitting. And at backlash, the Brahma Bowl is going to take his horns and spear them right into your candy ass. Then we cut backstage out back and there's a... There's Stone Cold. The camera's on. They pan out. He's in a monster truck, and he runs over the Rock's Cadillac. Mm-hmm. You mean Fink's Cadillac? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I uh, if this is the story, which I think it is, I believe they literally purchased a brand new Cadillac. They did for this express purpose to run it over with a monster truck. That's how good they were doing business wise. They literally bought a brand new one. Just that to is trash. bonkers. Uh, Austin then drives the monster truck into the arena and runs over the Hearst. They fight. The fight between Austin and uh, Rock. Uh, Austin hits the Rock with the smoking skull belt and the Rock falls into the grave. Austin gets some beers and starts to celebrate with the belt. But then Shane McMahon comes out of nowhere and hits the Austin in the back with a shovel and poses with the belt as we end Raw. I, uh... So... I didn't know the Vince thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew kind of the eulogy thing. I'd seen that before. I didn't know Shane came out at the end. That was a nice yes. little surprise for me. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, okay. I don't mind that. Uh, I, 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 I do remember like the, I don't really remember the eulogy part. And I don't remember that. I just didn't remember like the brawl, but I don't remember Shane either. So, I, uh, Raw wasn't great. I didn't mind the ending of Raw. The last half hour of Raw was Yeah, it wasn't terrible. So, what was a better show? I say Nitro. Nitro. Nitro was. Okay. So, before, should I do the, want me to do the ratings? And sure, then do we the can ratings, do the, we'll do the no market. Sum. Okay, no sum. So, let's go to the ratings, shall we? So, last week, WCW, <laughs> Bloodbath, Bloodbath, <laughs> WCW was coming off a pay per view. Yep. And it was a, a great pay per view. And it was coming off, and it was 4.4. WWF was at a 6.3. Hmm. This week, WCW went down. Oh. 4.1. Jesus. However, WWF did go down, too. To a 6.1. So, so still, still being, stays too above. Still too above. Oh, All right. Well, that's interesting. Let's talk about this. What is happening Get the award there? music. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, that's that's the mark out no some music. <laughs> I hit it early. He's uh, bringing in music that we didn't know about. So here's the question for you, Joe. Did do you realize about next week? 
No. Forget about Nitro and Thunder. It's almost irrelevant. Okay. Tomorrow, next week marks a special occasion for Joe Lussell. It's the only time this happens. Okay. Oh, God. But this next coming weekend, he has to watch Backlash. Yep. Sunday Night Heat. Yep. Raw. Yep. SmackDown. Yep. All four. Yep. Whoa. Oh, damn. We all do that. It's a live heat before the pay-per-view. Suckers! I thought it was just Joe. <laughs> oh, oh, I was all ready to like, be like, dude, you've got to watch four WWF shows. I'm like, well, we all have to watch that. God damn it. Four WWF shows? Yep. Plus Nitro and Thunder. And I got news Wait, for you. What, what are the shows? Heat, so, heat, backlash, backlash, raw, and raw. SmackDown. Or oh, SmackDown is next week. SmackDown pilot is next week. Oh, we did uh, not know that. God damn okay. It. Fuck. And I got news for you guys. Yeah. It's four matches on Heat. <sighs> we have a full Heat. Plus eight or what? nine matches on the pay per view. Welcome to my hell. <laughs> D'Lo Brown and Ivory take on Val Venus and Nicole Bass. I'm no sell the fuck out of that. We don't have to do. We don't have to do Heat. Oh, yeah, you can. I don't no sell that though. Too much. Take on Draws and Prince Albert. Sure. Why not? I'll mark. Why the hell not? No. How about Kane versus the Big Boss Man? What? Mm, I'll mark out for that. And Viscera versus Test. No. <laughs> That's Heat. And I can't wait. That, that, that builds in the tape review. Viscera and Test. Yes. There's four matches, but there's going to be like 90 spots. Right. You know that, right? We start off the pop review, pa- pa- proper view, proper view, pop view proper, or the pay per view proper, <laughs> with a six man tag as the Ministry of Darkness, the Acolytes, and Midian take on all three members of the Brood. No, I'm good. Hardcore match for the hardcore title, Hardcore Holly and Al Snow. No, I'm going to slightly mark out. I just want to know how what they do. How about a singles match for the Intercontinental title, the Godfather? Defending against Gold Dust. Nope. I'm good. Tag team match determine the number one contenders. The New Age Outlaws take on Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart. I'm good. Nope. Nope. Boiler Room Brawl. Mankind versus The Big Show. I'll mark out for that. I'll mark out. I want, I want to see the the hardcoreness. Triple but, H. Wait, hang on. I'm sorry. I'm going to no-sell the hardcore match. Yep. Because just like Mania, I know they're going to be tamed as shit. And then the hardcore match will be better. The Boiler Room match. Triple H versus X-Pac. I'm Mark oh, out for that. Best friends. Click on click violence. The Undertaker battles Ken Shamrock. I'm good. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> no. The, they... No holds barred match for the WWF Championship. Shane McMahon, special guest referee. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. I'll mark out. I'll mark out. Because some people say it's better than any of the Mania matches. So we'll find out. That's how long night it reads like. <sighs> I remember Backlash. Is there anybody outside of Tiger Ollie Singh not on that card that's on the roster? Mm, actually, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty loaded. There's multiple, the, between the Heats and the Six Mans. That and, is damn near everybody. At the moment, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So next week Ugh. we're in for a reckoning as it's a it's lot of wrestling. It's gonna be a long podcast next week. God, God Almighty! We'll probably put SmackDown with Thunder. So that makes sense. An extra addition to the Thundercast. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. So you can find all this fun stuff that we get to go through soon at NoSoloEntertainment.com, where 
We have the written words. Words. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, are I you just gonna ignore it? Weird. Or... I apologize. I completely forgot I mean, about it. I completely forgot because you threw me off with SmackDown. I'm like, oh great, we have SmackDown now. Okay. I completely but forgot. About I completely it. forgot. So let's go to award show time. She was on fire. Yes. Literally on fire. Yes, literally. Was. Literally on fire. So let's literally do our award show time and let's start it with best match of the night. Nash and Flair for me. Story was fucking awesome in that match. I thought I was going to be on an island. Yeah. It is to me easily Nash and Flair. Mm-hmm. It's Nash and Flair. Yeah. Absolutely. God damn it. Yeah. I thought I was going to come in with a hot take. No. And you guys are going to The hot take would have been buff disco. Yeah. You guys are going to be like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Nah, the the was story fun. was, was awesome in the yeah, match. It was, it so was the good. worst match, Buff, Buff and, and Disco. Disco. Uh, I actually had Big Show and Viscera. I mean, which I hated worse. Yeah, I mean, I hated all the matches on Raw till the end, but but there's a I don't know Buff and Disco together, dude. It's, it's, come on, literally I, all three I feel of like you guys went into the match and didn't give it its fair. Oh, shape. I I fuck, <laughs> I I oh, I'm right. like I have a bias. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Corey, I watched the screen, but I was looking at the fans. I was just zoning yeah. out, man. Oh, you know me. I'm number one disco fan over here. So. It's, uh, as, soon as, that, as soon as I hear buff, I'm already negative two stars. Yeah. American males. Uh, I prefer the Riggs match. <laughs> MVP? Vince McMahon. Uh, he's... He crushed it for yeah, me tonight. He's easily, if I was going to pick somebody from Raw, it's Mr. McMahon, but... I'm picking Flair. I'm going Flair. Yep. Flair was, between the match and the promo, he's on fire. You're he's, fired. He's You're doing, fired. He's fired. doing the character they want him to do so fucking well. It's, just, it's yeah. But Vince was a close, because Vince was... Vince was good. Goddamn fucking He flipped great. a fucking switch and went Where off. Uh, Moa Dib. Uh, who did I have? Uh, well... I have a doozy of a Moa Dib. Go ahead. No, I think it needs to be saved for last. I mean, yeah, because mine's Ric Flair. Yeah. Move. I can't stand Ric Flair. Um, he drives me nuts. My Moa Dib. That's interesting because mine is. Hmm. Hmm. Um, my Moa Dib is. I don't know. Buff Bagwell. Buff there it is. Disco. That's, that's, that's fair. That's, that's fucked like automatic. Yeah. yeah. Mine is The Rock. Oh. I did not enjoy anything The Rock did up until the eulogy. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, after the first part of the eulogy, I thought the second part sucked ass too. So I literally, I liked, I liked about a minute and a half of what he did that entire Ooh. show. Wow. And everything else, it was, like, it was like, get off my screen. I don't even want to see you. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, so let's do WTF. But can I start, Mark? Can I start? Sure, sure. No. Okay. So, Corey, WTF. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, my WTF goes to WCW. First, no Nitro Girls. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, no Nitro but Girls. secondly, and number one, <laughs> Nitro Girls like fifth on the, oh my, what the fuck. <laughs> uh, number one, we're Sting. Well, Alex Wright was there. Being safe for next week. Couldn't be there. Sting, Sting was there last week. He may have had a thing. I, I we're at the point in WWE with their guaranteed contracts and all that, where he's been there so long. It's like, you know, my kid's got a football game, so I'm not going to be there. Yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, I, my, it's not like asking. He's like, I'm just not being. Just so you were aware, I'm not going to be here tonight. <laughs> but for me, for me, the reason is, is what the fuck is 
that Sting was there last week about how he's here every week. He is WCW. I'm here. I'm always here. And then this, he's this. not there. And then he's here. They're out there the next week. It is a bad one. And it's just like, maybe last week should have been your pose from the... Uh, knowing, knowing them, he was there, just not used. Yeah, I mean, probably. Likely. So, it, mine, what the fuck, is using Sting one week, him promoting a, how he's a team WCW. If you want some of Sting, come get some, and then he's not there the next week. Well, they use the hell out of him next week, so... I thought you had, like, more. No, that was it. The Sting okay. not showing up, and then no Nitro Girls. Uh, yeah. Booble? My WTF goes to one WWF Raw. What a fucking terrible go-home show. What a god-awful show to get hyped for a pay-per-view. The last 30 minutes did a okay job, I guess, building Austin and Rock, but everything else is trash. And you suck at building pay-per-views. So. I'm I'm coming in ice cold on this pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just there for The Rock, yeah. Austin. But... They did have a good go-home show for the WrestleMania, but it's because it's WrestleMania. Yeah. This one's just like, oh, this yeah, one is like, a fart. Really? That's this is terrible. That's what you're giving us? Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, Corey? Mine's kind of on the same level because it's like, yeah, this was a terrible go-home show, and your competitor right now, while we think it's been the better show most weeks... Is getting stomped. It's getting stomped, so you should be putting even more pressure on them. Put the foot on the throat. But instead, you're just... This was a god-awful show. Until the last 20-something minutes. If I may borrow a line from one Shane O'Mac, uh, hey, Vince, where's that ruthless gentleman? Because yeah. yeah. at this point, you should be like, they're about done. Let's finish them off. But Hogan's too- gone. Like All these people who were hurt are gone. I mean... They're, they're, they were shocked and all when Brian Nobbs came out. I mean, like they're bringing in Brian Nobbs, and you can't... This and is the best show you Medusa, can put up against them? Yeah. Come on, dog. Yeah. Yeah. So... As I was saying before, <laughs> before I was so rudely interrupted, so before I was rudely interrupted by this award show, you can find all of our by lovely the stuff. Gimmick. I, I really, I really wanted to blow your guys' minds right there, but I can't. Yep. What? Poor K. Talking about WCW and where they're at and what WWF should be doing. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the roster, and I was going to. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say, blow me, Corey, but that doesn't come out. Yeah. That, that, sounds, uh, that sounds weird. It spoils the future? It does. Okay. So we're right. So, before it's really interesting. Again. We, again. <laughs> we can go, you can find all of our lovely podcasts and handwritten words on our hands at nosoentertainment.com. <laughs> what? Uh, where we have the written words on our hands. I said that last week. <laughs> of, uh, that's my opinion by Mike Bubble. That's me. The database uh, rates matches from pay-per-views, so you don't uh, know... Or so you know what to watch. That's Corey. And um, the Dekai Sensei has promised us uh, some... A four-parter? No, four different... Oh, four moms. different articles. That oh. each could probably be split into. <laughs> one, I'm intrigued by the one. He said he said he said to get up and walk away from the desk yeah. to that, calm down no. while writing about the 200th episode. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like... I'm intrigued. Did, did we piss him off so badly? That he left? That he Like, I'm trying to... I'm very interested in that one. Jeff took his balls and went home. <laughs> went to Japan. But then he literally didn't go home. He went to Japan. Hmm. So, I mean, okay, JR, nice spin. Barbecue sauce. Anyway, we also have podcasts like the No Cell Podcast, the Monday Night War Stories, the Pay Per View War Stories, the Thundercast, the Retro Review Machine. 
And that's my pick. Okay. I was trying to think if there was any other. Uh, uh, that's my podcast, The Square, uh, <laughs> Big Trouble in Little Podcast, all that good stuff. All so, in the works. All in the works. Saved by the pod. Saved by the pod. Uh, oh, it's a real fun. The Game Reviews. That's a real podcast. Who knows? Uh, this week here on That's My Pick. Our Golden Girls Breakdown. Thank you for being a pod. That yes. would be amazing. Uh, Mama's until, pod. Until we, Mama's pod. <laughs> until we have to do the spinoff of Golden Girls. The Golden Palace. The Golden Palace. The Fresh Pot of Bel-Air. I, got all, I, got, I can go all night. Yeah. <laughs> so, this week here on That's My Pick. I'm in charge. Oh, I'm the commissioner. I'm back. I don't know if I'm better than ever, but I'm just back. I'm just back. But this week here, we're doing uh, M- all-time NBA players. Boom. So we get to draft our team of NBA players. So that should be exciting when someone's taking Damon Stoudemire or Muggsy Bogues. I don't know. Not Ke- me. Kiki Vandaway. Keith Van Horn. Kerry <laughs> Kittles. Stefan Marbury. Starberry. Sorry, Tony man. Kukoc. Oh, good old Tony. Christian Leitner. Ooh. <laughs> Bill Lambeer. Ron Artest. Michael Cooper. We'll do all that <laughs> on That's My Pick. Uh, we all have that Twitter. You can follow uh, Corey at that. I'm just heartbroken. None of you fuckers said dead left shore. We said it on That's My Pick last week. Wow. Yeah, we did. Two can't get two weeks in a row for Deadlift yeah, Shrimp. He, he, come on. Yeah, come on. You it's can not fo- a Deadlift Shrimp stand podcast. Come on, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow first. That's my Deadlift coming up soon on NelsonDavid.com. We scour YouTube for old Deadlift Shrimp basketball games. We break them down. <laughs> he had not only had two points. <laughs> All right, Deadlift. Uh, you can follow Deadlift over there at that kayfabe guy. You can follow Shrimp. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm sorry. The Living Legend Shrimp at <laughs> MP Boobo. You're going to follow Mr. Rebound over here at just Joe Lussell. At that Joe Lussell. You can follow the producer at Producers. And you can follow No So Entertainment at No So E-N-T. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, sometimes YouTube. And dun, 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 Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, mm. and sometimes YouTube. Uh, give us a like, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, follow, uh, thumb in the middle. Uh, just funky cold Medina. Funky cold Medina. Uh, take us to the Kokomo. I don't know. Just take us anywhere you can. Give us a, uh, give us a good thumbs up. And like always, Detlef must <laughs> pose. Brick. <laughs>